What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us here on a little uh, impromptu special episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. Had some audio issues uh, on with the last podcast earlier this week, so my apologies, guys. I got that fixed. Luckily, one of our listeners pointed that out, so thank you for that. Appreciate it. You know who you are. Um, I don't know what happens. Like you do the same thing over and over again, and then something randomly just changes. I was going to get this one going and the line in got changed for something and I'm getting all this static, barely able to figure it out. I'm pretty much a retard when it comes to anything technology. So that was a fun thing to do. But, uh, anyway, so once again, guys, my apologies on that one. Um, yeah, we got it fixed though. So if you if you were discouraged by the first time, check it out again. Maybe over this weekend or whatnot when you have time, and uh, you can just kind of hear us chatting on that one. I just wanted to do a little shorty today. Just wanted to get a little something on my chest. You know, obviously it was a crazy week. We had a lot of stuff going on, and I just wanted to you know kind of get my two cents because people have been kind of hitting me up behind the scenes asking me about it. I'm not really sure if they like legitimately want my opinion or just want to tell me boy don't you feel silly right now i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure which one it is at this point but uh yeah nonetheless either way uh just wanted to give my take on the happenings um so here we go first off I'll, i want to say what the fuck that's the start here is what the fuck. Um, I totally understand the reason behind uh, the rally. Uh, I get it. You know, there's a lot of people who were very upset with uh, the outcome of the election. Myself being one of them, I think, although distinct prod- fraud wasn't proven, especially in the court of law, which at the end of the day, that's really what counts. Uh, there's a lot of really kooky stuff that went on, a lot of just random things that happened in this election. Um, I did a little research this week, and uh, I saw that Joe Biden, um, he won a record low amount of counties throughout the country. He won a record low counties. He won 16, I think it was a little bit over 16% of all the counties in this country outstanding. Um, so that's a little strange, uh, you know, having getting less than a fifth of the country geographically to vote for you yet. You still managed to get a record amount of votes, you know, more votes than Barack Obama, which I mean, does anybody honestly think that Joe Biden is a more popular and a more viable presidential candidate than Barack Obama? Does does anybody honestly believe that? And the fact that we have five, six swing states that were fairly close, you know, a, a fairly close margin of victory for him, and somehow he just happened to pull off every single one of those swing states, that that just seems a little strange to me, guys. And again, I'm not making any specific accusations. Um it's the time that we got to move on, you know, and 
aside from any new information coming to the forefront, you know, we got to just deal with the situation at hand. But nonetheless, it's there's grounds for some people to be upset. Okay, there were plenty of people upset in 2016. I mean, you guys saw the girl on her knees screaming when Trump was inaugurated. There's people that are upset. Okay, so I totally get that. Um, storming the Capitol building. What was what was the plan here, guys? What was going to be accomplished? What what were you hoping to do? Were you going to just hold everybody up and make them force who? the president was make them change their minds about it. I mean, this was like a ceremonial thing they were doing. It wasn't the fix was already in at this point. So what the hell were you guys even going to do? I I don't understand. You know, it's almost like these people were like LARPing, you know, like they're starting their revolution, you know, although none of them had any guns, you know, you can't have guns in Washington, DC. You'll go for to jail for a long time, even though some of these people will be, and we'll discuss that at some point. But, I just don't get it. What was the plan here, guys? I don't. I think, you know, there was nothing to be accomplished, really. You know, if you want to gather and show that you're upset, I totally get that. You know, peacefully demonstrate outside the building. Sure, yeah, go ahead, let's do it. But this was just insane, and it was a gigantic setback to any conservative movement. Um, it's given people on the left the the carte blanche to just basically call anybody who's conservative a crazy lunatic radical violent extremist you know which is exactly what they'll do i mean we already have seen that coming and it was so counterproductive that there's not much more to say than that it just it was didn't do anything for the cause okay i want to get that out and be clear about that off the off the get-go Now that I've said that, um, there's a lot more issues with this than just the situation itself. And once again, this situation has just been a perfect and gleaming example of why nobody trusts the mainstream media these days and why they shouldn't. Okay, let's keep this in perspective, guys. This is not even close to the worst rioting that we've seen in the last year. Okay, not even close, you guys. And I'm going to break down why that is the case. You got people who are mad about an election. Okay, that was clearly the, the issue. You're allowed to be mad about an election, okay? In, in fact, that that's one of the main properties of this country. You know, you're allowed to be upset about an election. And... If you're going to be upset about an election, why not bring it to the people who are in charge and are who responsible for this at the end of the day? Bring it to the Capitol building. You know, at least these people were assembled in the proper place. All right. You look at the riots that we saw after George Floyd all summer, basically. And this was across the U.S. in essentially every major city. We're here in Seattle. The weekend after, there was police cars on fire, okay? Buildings, windows broken out, buildings looted, you know, everything. And we're, we're you know, 2,000 miles away from Minneapolis. I mean, how many of those people that were down there rioting have ever even been to Minneapolis? And it was all over the country, okay? And when you're going and you're going to loot 
your local Nike store or your local mom and pop shop, whatever it is, burn the place down. You're not even a, you're not even getting at the people who are responsible for the problem. Okay, even when you're burning Seattle PD police cars, you're still not getting at the people who are the problem here. All right, and you're just affecting local people, local people who are just trying to get by, just trying to run their business, trying to feed their families. You're affecting them. And here's the thing: out of all those businesses, you know, you look at Minneapolis. I mean, I think it was something like. 250 businesses were looted and destroyed during that chaos. 250 businesses. How many businesses do they have in the entire city? I mean, that's got to be a a pretty substantial percentage-wise of all the businesses outstanding. And again, none of those people were responsible for what happened at all. They had nothing to do with it. I mean, what percentage of those business owners agreed with the Black Lives Matter protesters? What percentage of them? I'm just speculating here, but I'm going to go no less than 40%. So no less than 40% of those business owners agree with the people who decided to destroy their businesses and their livelihoods. And there's this, there was this mentality going around. It was, I talked to people at my work even about this who, you know, went with this route and they said, well, you know, uh, the businesses have insurance, so, you know, it's almost kind of like a windfall for them because they're just going to cash out. That's not how it works, guys. Okay, that's not how it works. And are you honestly going to sit here and try to tell me that it's a wise business decision to burn down and loot your business? Is that the case you're going to make? Is anybody going to die on that hill, guys, really? I mean, that's insanity, okay? First of all, these people have pumped, a lot of, in a lot of cases, their life savings into those businesses, okay? Everything they had, they said, you know what? I got an idea for this product or this service that my community needs, and I'm going to put everything I got into it to try to make it work, okay? So they're not going to get that back. They might get a check from the insurance company, Maybe, okay, if they had the proper insurance, yeah, okay, maybe they're going to get a check. But you know what's going to happen after that? They're not going to be in, get insured anymore. Or if they do, their insurance rates are going up. You file, you file a claim, especially for something like that, and your rates are going up, guys, okay? Especially in the world of inflation that we're going to be dealing with here pretty soon, okay? So that's what happens. And not only does that happen, guys, even if you do get that check, even if you do get cashed out, What's the morale like for a business owner who just saw everything they worked for go up in flames? Okay, what happens to them then? Do you think they want to just clean it all up and just get back to work and pull themselves up from their bootstraps? No, guys, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And people say, oh, you know, well, they'll be back, you know, insurance. We'll just get the insurance money. We'll come and rebuild and do this. You guys, it'll be years, if ever, that the city of Minneapolis gets back to where it was before all of this chaos. Okay. It'll be years. You guys, I mean, there's parts of Chicago that haven't even, uh, haven't even come back from the race riots they had. And I don't even know when that was. I I think it was maybe in the early sixties, you know, and they still haven't recovered. You guys, they still haven't recovered. There's parts of LA from the Rodney King riots that still haven't recovered. All right. These are long-term effects and the people who are most affected by this 
are the people within those communities who depend on those corner stores, okay? I saw a video after the Minneapolis riots, and there's this little old black lady. She's crying because all the stores down the street from her have all been burned and looted and are just completely destroyed. I mean, she probably does. She probably doesn't have a car. She probably can't drive. So the only place she can go shopping is somewhere where she can walk. And she's probably got a bunion on one of her feet. So even walking down to the street is a tough task for her. And what's she going to do now, you guys? What is she going to do? And and for what? Huh? For what? To show that you're upset? Just because you're angry does not mean you're justified, guys. Okay. So let's keep these all in perspective, all right? I mean, how many cities burned? Across the country, dozens of cities burned, okay? How many how many businesses and government agencies were burned this week at the Capitol, huh? Any? Was one business looted? Was one thing burned? Caught on fire? No, okay? A couple... Uh, a couple of windows were broken at the Capitol building. I'm sure some stuff was wrangled with, but come on, you guys, come on. Okay. And again, I'm going to say this many times. So get used to it guys. I am not condoning what happened at all. You guys. Okay. I'm not condoning it at all. I think it was ridiculous. And again, it, it set back the cause so far and just gave the left the chance to vilify Everyone who agrees with these people, not, not, not agree in the sense that they would do this kind of stuff if they were in that situation, but agree with their political views. So I'm going to say that once again, but again, not even close to the worst rioting we've seen this year, guys, not even close. Okay. And like I said earlier, once again, just a shining example, a shining example of the clear and blatant dishonesty of our media these days, you guys. Okay. It calling it disgraceful is doesn't even do service to an actual disgrace. Okay. Just completely disgraceful. You guys, the fact that somehow we've found a way to make this about race is shocking to me. It it, is shocking to me. I mean, I think this is just the the classic go-to when you want people to be divided and angry at each other. What's the easiest thing we can do here? What's the, what's the easiest we can do? We don't need to divide them by political stances because that's already clear. That's already been done just based on the situation. Um, next, what can we go to? What's the easy? Ooh, race. Yeah, yeah, we'll make it about race. That's white. Because all, all these white privileged people who broke in and a ton of them are going to jail. Yeah, that that that's right. That's right. I mean it's almost insulting that that they think you would buy into this malarkey, okay? I mean clearly some people have. Clearly some people have, but it it's just complete and utter nonsense. People say, "Oh, the perfect example of white privilege." Uh, really? Uh I according to my stats that I've seen, um Five people are dead and dozens are going to be going to jail. Okay. So is that not enough? How much death is enough for you guys to say, oh, okay, that's, that's fair. I mean, how many, how many black protesters were shot and killed by the police during the George Floyd riots? Can you, can you guys think of any? 
was I mean was there one I'm sure maybe there was like one or two I'm sure there was but I feel like we would all know their names okay I feel like we would all know their names because somehow we all know Jacob Blake's name a guy who was alleged of sexually assaulting his ex and who resisted arrest with the cops and was armed with a knife when he got shot we all know his name so if some peaceful demonstrator was shot and killed by the police, I have a feeling that we would probably know that person's name and have heard about it. But, you know, do your own research, guys. I, I could be wrong about this. I, I definitely could be wrong. But five people are dead at the Capitol building. All those people, all those people were Trump supporters. Okay. It wasn't like the Capitol police got killed you know it wasn't like politicians were killed it wasn't like some interns or somebody were killed no that didn't happen at all but you know what the media focuses on they focus on the one black security guard who was running away oh my god that black security guard, he he was so scared he got scared oh yeah let's not worry about the five people that were dead no let's focus on the one guy who ran away i mean what it's just it's it's such a convolution of the facts, you guys. And again, it's 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 disgusting. It's disgusting. That's the only way to look at it. And they, they convolute the facts too to make it seem like this was this was a violent mob, okay? And listen, I'm not going to say that they were or weren't violent, okay? I mean, you're destructing property, okay? That's that's a form of violence, sure. You know, you you got to you got to be straight across the board. That's a form of violence. So I guess that is violent. But they weren't going to, there to kill anybody, okay? They weren't going to kill anybody there. Yet, this is still being classified as an insurrection. Like they were going to kidnap her. I actually heard on NPR, this, this was actually said, you guys. I am not making this up. They said that there was speculation that they were going to kidnap politicians. They were going to kidnap politicians and potentially murder them. Okay, potentially murder them. This is dangerous language, you guys. Okay, this is dangerous language. When you have people who are unstable, who have, haven't been working for how many ever months, who are getting to the point where they have nothing to lose, and you tell them that the people that don't agree with them politically were going to kidnap and murder politicians, that does nothing to take the temperature down, guys. And... It's, it's almost criminal. It is almost criminal, okay? I, I, I'm very cautious going that far, but again, that's, that's, as close, that's as close to inciting violence as you can get without actually doing it, okay? You're on the ledge there. One more step and you're off of it. But this is what the media does, though. This is what the media does. They call it an insurrection. What, I mean, what, what do you guys think that they were going to kidnap all the politicians and kill them one by one? until they made Donald Trump the president again? They're going to take over the government and say, we're initiating a new government. No, these are a bunch of fucking dumb yahoos who thought it'd be funny, who thought they were LARPing. Oh, this is our revolution. I think think one person is on video saying that. This is our revolution. No, it's not a revolution. It's not. You guys are just a bunch of idiots, okay? But let's be clear here, though. These are just people who misguided and have no clue what they were doing okay and all these people who want to say oh white privilege white privilege imagine what it would have been like ibram x kennedy imagine what it would have been like if it was our people in there 
well, five people died. A bunch of people are going to jail. I just saw an article before I started recording this that the guy who had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, he's been arrested. Um, how long do you think that guy's going to jail for? Uh, I got news for you guys. He's not doing a two-week stint at county. No, he's going to federal jail, and he's probably going for years. Okay, the guy who, oh, he, he's just kidding around. Oh, hey, look at me. Look, it's funny. Look at, uh, oh, this must be nice to be Nancy Pelosi. Well, oh, but he, he he just thought he was kidding around, having a, a a goof. Okay, that's all he thought he was doing. That man's going to jail for probably years at this point, guys. Okay, and I'm not going to sit and say he should or he shouldn't, but. Let's get off this notion that there was no consequences for anybody, okay? Because that's just completely absurd. And, oh, imagine if it was our people. Okay, let's imagine. Um, would they have been sawed down with machine gun fire by Capitol Police? Is, is that what you guys are insinuating? Is that what it could have been? I mean, again, how many deaths do we need? We have five dead and dozens, at least, that are going to be going to jail. So what would have been more fair, guys? Huh? Tell me, what, what would have been more fair? I mean, what's the insinuation there? You know, they won't actually tell you. Oh, you 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 know what it would have been. Oh, you know you know you know what would have happened if it was our. No, I don't. I don't. Why don't you tell me? Why don't you put it in clean and clear English and tell me what it would have been? Okay, I, I'd love I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear because again, how many buildings were burned to the ground this year? With from my recollection. Not one protester being shot and killed by the police. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying people didn't die, okay? I'm not saying that at all. There was a lot of people that died. There was dozens of people who died over these riots that happened all summer long. David Dorn, former cop, retired cop, black man. Not that you know his race should matter, but nonetheless, you know we're talking about how black lives matter. But uh, David Dorn... His black life didn't matter to anybody. He's trying to defend a friend of his business and some looters come and shoot him because, you know, sometimes when you're going to get some fresh Nikes, a couple people got to lose their lives. I mean, that's just how it goes. You know, if you want to get equality, a couple of former police officers got to lose their lives. You know, I mean, this whole situation is just a complete debacle. Okay. There's no way around it. And again, there's plenty of blame to go around on both sides, but this has to end you guys. Okay. We've got to do something to take the temperature down. And again, I've already said it in this podcast. It's over. The election's over. Okay. I'm not happy with it, but it's over. It's said, it's said, and it's done aside from any new evidence coming to light. It's over. Okay. We got to move on. We got to look forward to 2024. We got to try to do things better. We got to hope that Joe Biden won't let the radicals in his party take control of his agenda. We got to hope he's not a Trojan horse and that he makes it to the end of his term and top cop Kamala doesn't come in and God knows what she would start doing. She'd probably make Kwanzaa a national holiday because if you guys didn't see the video, oh, she was celebrating it when she was young, right when it started. So, we got to look forward, you guys. Okay, we can't we can't get stuck on this kind of stuff. And for every for all the conservatives out there, we got to have some new tactics here, you guys. Okay, there's got to be new tactics. This is a new culture war we are fighting here. Okay, this isn't a revolution where you storm the Capitol and you take over and you and you force your will 
upon the electors and upon the politicians, okay? That doesn't work, you guys. That doesn't work. Every, this is a digital age. Everything's online. You need propaganda. You need to be able to convince people, okay? We have to use our words, okay? We have to use convincing arguments to get people on our side. We're not going to do it with force. It has to be peaceful, but it has to be persuasive, okay? We're, we've got our back against the wall here. No question about that. When you have the media grandstanding and letting and giving people like LeBron James the biggest stage possible. I don't know if you guys saw this. He, he had some comments about this because, you know, again, when, you know, when something bad happens, you want to hear from LeBron James, you want to hear from Ja Rule, you know, you want to hear from these people who are spiritual leaders within the community. So, you know, he comes out and again, he's, he's spouting the same stuff. Oh, you know, you know what would have been if it was our people still doesn't tell us what that we know is, you know, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just a dumb, stupid white guy, you know? So if you could please explain a little bit more LeBron, uh, that would be great. But comes out a guy who's worth half a billion dollars and tells everybody else that they need to take four or five steps back. Okay, that they that that we're out of touch here. Okay, we're the ones that don't get it, you guys. Don't you don't you understand that? It's not the guy that has four homes and one's a mansion that's probably eight thousand square feet. It's not that he doesn't get it. It's that you dumb conservatives don't get it, you guys. Okay, you're the ones that haven't figured it out yet. All right, the guy who thinks that Jacob Blake was murdered, who couldn't do his research to find out that he's not murdered. And in fact, he's not even going to come up on charges for the alleged sexual assault. You know, let's not worry about that. And 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 there's the real loser, you guys. There's the real loser in the whole Jacob Blake situation is his ex. Is his ex who was assaulted, who called the cops on him, who dialed 911 because she was in distress. She's the real loser because she won't see any justice now because something bad happened to this guy who had a knife, who resisted arrest. But... Uh, LeBron can't even do his research to find out that he wasn't murdered. He was shot, but did not die um, and not going to be charged now. And honestly, in civil court, he'll probably get a seven figure check. He'll probably be a seven, get a seven figure check. Sexually assaulting his ex will probably be in the long run. One of the best things that's ever happened to Jacob Blake. Okay. You guys, for everybody who wants to say that there's institutional racism out there, that will be the best thing probably that has ever happened to him. Okay. So we got to change our tactics, guys. I'm going to wrap this up, but something's got to change, you guys. Okay. We've got to try to get along with each other. Okay. We got to try to see things from other people's perspective. That doesn't mean we got to go storm the Capitol building. That doesn't mean we get to burn down the local you know, bodega or corner store or loot the Nike store. It doesn't mean that. It just means that we all need to communicate and be cognizant of the fact that there's a lot of people upset about a lot of things out there right now, okay? And that's fine, but we've got to find some way to take the temperature down, you guys. We've got to come together. Otherwise, otherwise we have nothing left, you know? We're kneeling. We're kneeling for the flag now. You know, we, we don't share any, any values on anything, and we can't even share a conversation anymore. I mean, that's where we're at, you guys. And if this continues, there's no way that this country as we know it is going to be able to stay. I mean, I hate to be a pessimist here. I really do, guys. But 
that there's no way this country can continue as we know it unless we come together and we can just have share some kind of common ground on certain things, okay? We don't have to share it on everything, but we need to share it on certain things. And for the love of God, I've been hearing a lot of talk about aliens. Can we please just get an alien strike on the earth so we can all unite and come together? Sorry, guys. I wanted to kind of end it on a little fun note. We got to choose better tactics, you guys, okay? We got to be able to have conversations, there's just there's no other way, okay? There's a reason in this country we have freedom of speech, and it's so we can communicate. It's not so we have to agree on everything, but it's so we can communicate and so we can at least see where other people are coming from and see why they're upset and see if maybe we can start to understand that a little bit, okay? Let's try to take the temperature down, guys. Let's try to relax. Let's hold our political leaders accountable in the right ways, okay? If Joe Biden goes off the rails, which I'm a little worried that he is, I'm going to do my best to hold him accountable in the right ways, you guys, okay? So let's just try to come together. Let's try to stay focused. Let's try to make this country better and not by telling other people what they can and can't believe, okay? Let's try to just make it better by each and every one of us being the best person that we can be day in and day out. Aaron Berg here. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll talk to you soon.